Welcome to Hope Is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations. Welcome to Hope Is Here. My name is Greg Horn, and it is Food for Thought Friday. Uh, One of my favorite programs to do is uh, just sharing some of the nuggets of wisdom that uh, God has spoke to me through either uh, my quiet time reading the Bible, a devotional book I'm reading, uh, from a conversation I have with somebody, maybe a, a sermon I've listened to on the radio or a podcast or a YouTube message that I've watched. Um, it's just uh, love how God loves to speak to us. Sometimes it's even through social media. And uh, my dad used to, have, sometimes when he was giving me some wisdom and he was not trying to force it on me uh, after this was long after I had left the home and was an adult and on my own, paying my own bills and all that. But sometimes he would uh, share something with me and then he would just say, food for thought. And then he would just change the subject and talk about sports or something. And uh, it was his way of saying, you know, I really think you probably ought to do this, but uh, you know what? Just food for thought. And so when I share these things, uh, it's not me saying that you need to do them, but maybe the Holy Spirit, maybe God's going to speak to you through one of these things and say, yeah, I think you should uh, you should do this. And so uh, I want to share, uh, starting off today, uh, Jeremiah Johnson, who's, if you listen to us on the radio in the morning, he's on right after, or right before us from 8 to 8.15, and uh, just a really great program, wonderful man of God, and a friend, uh, he posted this recently on Facebook, and I just thought, this is so strong and just so wonderful and powerful. He says, our walk with God should be a response to his love, not an attempt to earn it. Ah, oh, it's so good. Our walk with God should be a response to his love, not an attempt to earn it. And, you know, friends, and I've heard this said before, and I used to, you know, just kind of bristle when I hear it, but it would say, you know, even if you never did anything else for God again— he would still love you. Uh, and, you know, as a type A personality and just person always doing things, uh, I just like, oh, I don't know about that. But one of the things I have learned about that, friends, is I spend more time with God and I'm with God. I do want to do things with him, but it's because I love him and because of his love for me. And maybe today... Uh, you know, don't get me wrong, it's wonderful to do things with God, but maybe you need to to be more with God. At the same time, I want to encourage and challenge some of you, uh, man, your help is needed, probably at your church. And sometimes uh, maybe we do make a sacrifice, and I don't mean if you're already doing four or five things, but maybe church needs help in children's ministry once a month. And you're like, you know what, I'm going to do that just once a month, and I'll watch the message when I get home later uh, uh, that night and have church at my house as far as the worship part. Um, you know, maybe it's volunteering someplace once a month at Lighthouse Ministry, helping serving meals to the less fortunate. So there's there's that balance. There's some people that they're doing just stuff all the time, kind of like the Mary Martha story. In the Bible, uh, a lot of you know, if not, I want you to look that up. You'll see one is busy doing stuff for Jesus and one just wants to sit at Jesus' feet and hear him teach. So look up the story on Mary and Martha in the New Testament in the Bible. It's in one of the the Gospels, maybe in an, all four of them, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, but I know it's at least in a, a couple of them. But, you know, the fact of the matter is, friends, that um, we got to make sure we're with God but also out of our love for God, then I think that we do things, but you're not doing it to earn his love. You're doing it because you love him. 
I like uh, this quote by John Gordon. He uh, kind of like the new John Maxwell over the last five years. Uh, uh, quotes a lot of things with faith. Um, just a, a kind of a motivator, a leadership guy. And uh, he says, "Be faithful when you feel fearful. Be positive when you want to be negative. Be thankful when you feel entitled. Be loving when you want to fight." Be generous when you want to be selfish, and be mindful when you want to hurry. Mm, such good stuff. I want to share this list one more time. Be faithful when you fear, fear fearful. And I want to remind you, friends, fear doesn't come from God, right? Second Timothy chapter one verse seven says, "For God did not give us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind." So we don't have to be fearful, friends, if you're a follower of Jesus. So be faithful when you fear, feel, feel fearful. Be positive when you want to be negative. Be thankful when you feel entitled. Be loving when you want to fight. Be generous when you want to be selfish. And be mindful when you want to hurry. I believe one of those uh, six things might have spoke to you today. I know when I read it earlier this week, it really, really spoke to me. And I uh, hope that it will help you as you try to look and say, you know, God, where, uh, where are you working in my life today? Help me to see that. And I want to join you in it. Pastor Mike McClure says, you know, if you have a family that loves you, a few good friends, food on your table, and a roof over your head, you are richer than you think. <laughs> oh, so strong, friends. Say it again. If you have a family that loves you, a few good friends, food on your table, and a roof over your head, you're richer than you think. And I know for some, maybe your family's not perfect. I don't know of one it is. I've been doing this for 20 years, ministry, actually over 20 now. And I don't know any family doesn't have an issue. And yet, uh, if somebody in your family loves you, it may not be everybody. I mean, there may be some strife right now, but man, you're blessed. If you've got food to eat, um, you know, if you've got a friend, um, you know, if you've got a roof over your head, I mean, friends, you're rich by a lot of the world's standards. And so I'm just trying to learn to be more grateful and thankful. I've got one of my friends that uh, she's just started losing her eyesight over the past 10 years and just has like, probably maybe 10% of her vision left. And uh, it just, uh, honestly, I've not been thankful for my sight until uh, being reconnected with them. And uh, it just uh, lets me know, you know, I need to be thankful for my sight, for my hearing, okay, that I can taste uh, wonderful foods, that I can feel and touch my 10 fingers, 10 toes. I don't do it often. The other day I was just thankful uh, uh a friend of mine, he almost cut his thumb off and had a bunch of stitches in. He said, you know, man, it's very painful, but I'm just thankful I didn't lose my thumb. He said, and I didn't realize how much uh, I used my thumb until this happened. And I can't use it right now. And I was thinking about that the next day. And I said, God, thank you. I'd have all 10 fingers and 10 toes. And I don't do that all the time, but I just, you know, sometimes I wonder if God gets tired of just hearing our wish list, our want list, and kind of treating him like a, a vending machine or an ATM where we just always take withdrawals instead of just thanking him and making deposits of praise and love and worship for who he is and thanking him for what we do have and not focusing on what we don't have. 
Uh, I like this quote I, I saw. I'm not sure who said it, but being told you're appreciated is one of the simplest and most uplifting things you can hear. I'll say that one more time. Being told you're appreciated is one of the simplest and most uplifting things you can hear. I'm always so blessed and honored when somebody takes time, because I know everybody's busy and sends a message, uh, puts a message on Facebook or sends a, a private message uh, through Messenger or they have my number, they text me or email me. Uh, Email Hope is here and this says, hey, I was really blessed by that program or on a podcast or our YouTube channel and just says, oh, that guest really, really spoke to me or thank you for this ministry. I'm so blessed by it. And uh, we get somebody who just randomly gives for the first time online or mails a check to help support this ministry. Uh, I'm just always so blessed and humbled and thankful uh, knowing that people appreciate this ministry because a lot of times the enemy's like, why do you do this? It's not making a difference. And the ministry has grown so much more than just a radio program and podcast, just one-on-one -on -one meetings and uh, going and speaking in schools to kids about mental health and uh, suicide prevention. And uh, I just thank all of you that make this uh, uh, ministry possible. And uh just love to share with you. We just do a newsletter June and a kind of a summer newsletter into June and then one in December year ending and love to mail you one of those to share kind of what God's been doing over the past uh, year and uh, we'll be celebrating our sixth anniversary in December and we just give God all the praise and glory and I thank you so much for the generosity of all of you who uh, just make that possible. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I love this quote, uh, Lucy uh, Van Hook said, You know, this morning I pray for eyes to see the best, a heart that forgives, a mind that forgets, and a soul that never loses faith in God. Amen. And you know, uh, I've known Lucy for over 20 years, and, um, you know, she used to struggle uh, with alcohol, but she's been sober. I believe it's been over 10 years now at least. And, uh, man, she just... She gives God the praise and glory. Now she helps other people with getting sober and uh, works at a recovery program. I'm just so blessed, inspired by her story. But I just love when I got up one morning uh, recently, and this happened to be in my social media feed on Facebook. This morning, I pray for eyes to see the best, a heart that forgives, a mind that forgets, and a soul that never loses faith in God. So, friends, you know, we have to choose to see the best. It's easy to be critical. It is. But just being intentional and having eyes to see the best, one, starting with yourself. I think the one of the reasons a lot of people don't love others or can't rejoice with others is because they don't love themselves and they don't see themselves well. And the problem is none of us are perfect. And I always, as I say, nobody's harder on Greg Horn than Greg Horn. But, you know, once again, I shared earlier this week, I believe on Monday, that you know, the Bible says we're made in the image of God, and we need to glorify God with our life, our words, our actions. A heart that forgives. Once again, forgive yourself first, then you can forgive others and choose to forgive others. And it's amazing how much your mental, emotional, and your physical health will get better when you have a mind that forgets. And when Satan wants to hit that rewind button and reminds you of the 
pain that was caused by this person because of their selfishness or just because of how life has happened for whatever reason. Uh, you just can't go back there, friends. you got to just stand say, nope. I'm forgetting all this and I'm moving forward like Philippians chapter 3 verse 13. I focus on this one thing, what lies ahead and pressing on towards Christ Jesus. And a soul that never loses faith. Uh, you know, friends, that's uh, why we do hope is here. We want to encourage your soul to keep the faith. Maybe by Friday you're kind of hopeless. We want you to be hopeful and uh, sometimes I know people say, you know, I re-listen after I've heard on the radio. I'll re-listen to the podcast later that day while I'm at work, maybe taking a 15-minute walk. Or uh, the next day when I'm uh, taking my shower and on the weekend, since there's only problems on Monday through Friday, uh, I will I will listen to those uh, that I missed. Or I'll re-listen to one of the ones that really blessed me and spoke to me. Maybe it's a guest. So, you know, friends, so just be encouraged today. Uh, by that, I, I close with a story by Greg Laurie. He says, a pastor who was speaking uh, at a funeral service was trying to explain what happens after we die. Then he suddenly thought of an illustration. Motioning towards the casket, he said, here in this casket lies just a shell. The nut is gone. <laughs> Obviously, it didn't go the way that uh, this pastor expected to. When we die, our bodies will go into the ground, but our souls will enter the afterlife. Those who have put their faith in Jesus Christ will immediately go into the presence of God. So, friends, i got to ask you today, do you know Jesus? Have you accepted him as your Lord and your Savior? And some of you, I know, maybe you've accepted him as your Savior, but if you're honest, he's not Lord of your life. And, man, I want to encourage you today to rededicate your life and to say, God, I'm sorry I've kind of wandered off, but I want to rededicate every area of my life to you. And if you've not accepted Jesus as your Savior, man, I pray today will be the day of salvation for you. I appreciate you listening. If you've been blessed by this program, I hope you share it with somebody else. Thanks for listening. My name's Greg Horn, and this is Hope Is Here. Thank you for listening to Hope Is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax-deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today. Feeling a little blue this holiday season? Struggling with depression or anxiety? Feeling a little hopeless? Join Greg Horn, Stacy McDonald, and other mental health advocates in Lexington on Saturday, December 2nd for the State of Mind Gospel of Mental Health Conference as they share on how you can go from hopeless to hopeful. To register and find out more information, go online at thegospelofmentalhealth.org. That's thegospelofmentalhealth.org.